Um, so I think that it's about time that we set up our Patreon because we need to crowdfund enough money to pay for George Santos cameo. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Oh, I love that. You know what I love about this is that Andrew was the only one on her team. Yes, I know. He's not fucking here. (laughs) Useless. We replaced him with Paul for everybody listening. Yeah. uh, Hey, guys. um, This is Andrew. Wow. I wish he sounded like I don't really know. I don't really know what he sounds like because I just never listen when he talks. Period. Oh, my God. That's giving when Andrew did his weird Donald Trump impression and we all were like, what? Oh, my God. That was so bad. (laughs) Yeah, that, that was so weird. Um, so, so I, I, this George Santos situation where he's on cameo, which is good for him, but I've seen John Vetterman and someone else who's a very progressive woman, Hunt, last name Hunt, Paul's making sense. And Megan. Somebody. Oh, Mike Hunt. Yeah. No. woman. (laughs) Is she trans? They all got cameos from, from him, from George Santos. And they, I don't think he knows that it was for them. But he, they had him say like funny things, I guess. And they've been posting on their social media. And I'm just like that. It's just, you're giving a platform to his cameo. If this is what he wants. People to give him more money to give, even if they're gags and jokes for him to say. Yeah. Um, so I'm against giving George Santos his cameos. The thing is, if he goes to run for president and okay, I'll, know, I'll know that our $75 fueled that run. Okay. I, I can't live with myself. Girl, you know that $75 is fueling an OnlyFans subscription. Yes, not sub- okay. Not for a fucking... You actually, Kirk, thank you for supporting my point uh, in that we should be funding gay sex workers. We should. V- via George Santos. Uh, <sighs> via giving him a cameo. Via stimulating the economy is what we're doing. Yes. Maybe, may, Erica, maybe I'm in. So this is what huh. it feels like to argue with MAGA Republicans. A hundred percent. This is so difficult because- Oh my because God, fuck off. I, First of all, uh, no. you think a MAGA Republican would make such a slay point like I do? Fuck out of here. Uh, I think that they would make a completely unrelated point like you just did. Yes. Um, <gasps> I don't believe that we should be supporting George Santos's cameo. I do think that we should be absolutely sending memes to each other off- platforms within group chats yeah i'm not he doesn't need to be deplatformed honestly his like scandals are like relatively hilarious in comparison to most of the scandals but i still don't want to put money in that faggot's pocket like i have no no desire to tip that drag queen okay what's his name get the faggot off my katara i what was her name i think it was yeah katara i believe that was his drag queen name with a q Maggie's looking um, at me confused like she does not remember that George Santos was outed. A photo a in drag yes. of him in no, Brazil. No, I just didn't know what his name was. Oh, yeah. I believe it was like George. It was Santos. like Katara something. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I could be just completely making this up, but. I'm about the like the, the comedy of it all. I just don't want to give him money. Like, just don't give him. I don't need to see any new stuff from him. Like, we have enough. Let's just work with what we got. <laughs> I don't know. You know. I could go for more personally. I don't think I can. But. If we're going to go on cameo, I just just bought a cameo today for my friend from, um, to bring it back to last week's episode, the woman who played Jan from the radio. <laughs> you did do it? You brought for Christmas. You did? Yeah, Incredible. That's actually like a cute gift. That's what cameos you need. To, and if you want to go on cameo, please give Nikki Blonsky some money. If you could have a cameo from anybody, who would it be? They don't have to be on cameo. Be any yeah, any celebrity. Saying, that you okay. want to be on cameo and therefore give you a cameo. Okay. Martha Washington. I just want to know if George was hung. Like a horse, girl. Like a horse. No, one, I, everyone's faces just dropped. Like no one had anything to say. Their you eyes opened so my, quickly, so quickly. My face dropped, and I have as much Botox as George Santos. <laughs> I I don't. Okay, that's that's a, a great thing, question. Um, Erica, would you do Rosa Parks? <laughs> that is so rude, Kurt. <laughs> um, I honestly think I would want one from. Jennifer Coolidge. Mm. I think you could do that. Okay. She probably is on Cameo. No, no she's not no, on Cameo. No. You don't, she would never give away that voice. She's too big right yeah. now. Uh, I guess right now, yeah. But like five years ago, if Cameo Maybe was... Maybe like 10 yeah. years ago, yeah. Mine would be Mark Ruffalo. Mm. That feels so random. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That doesn't feel That's random. You look like a Mark Ruffalo fan, actually. What the hell does that mean, Kirk? How does that mean? He doesn't know. He's talking out his neck. Okay. Because <laughs> that's the um, only thing on his face that moves. <laughs> literally. Um, I'm trying to think of who I would do. Honestly, Princess Diana. I just want to know what happened. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, what okay, do you think that you get with a cameo? They're not <laughs> answering the questions. <laughs> true. What? True also, crime you cameo. You, you, you actually script, like you script what they say in your cameo. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> the and crown she's dead. did it. It was the crown. <laughs> this was an assassination attempt. I just reposted my private story. Like, I don't even, it doesn't go anywhere beyond that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I don't think I have a good enough answer right now. Yeah. I don't know. That is a really good question because I feel like I have gotten some cameos before like sent to me. Um, and they were always like when I was at like kind of like very low points, like people would get them for me to like cheer me up. And I always thought that that was really nice. So Aww. who did you uh, get? I got Mrs. Kasha Davis from RuPaul's Drag Race, which was just oh, so cute. amazing. That's cute. She gave me this like entire speech about how like, I know sometimes like creating your Instagram infographics is like hard and draining for you, but like Aww. keep going, like the work that you're doing is so important. And it was like in the midst of that Georgia primary when like we just were trying to get like David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler out and I was oh so tired and it was like it, it popped up and I immediately had to close it out because it felt too personal and vulnerable. Um, but it was like a very sweet message that I ended up watching like probably three months later because I couldn't handle it at the moment. There's a whole other like comfortability with vulnerability that I don't have. Fun. <laughs> Nobody reacted. Thanks, guys. Wow. I was taking it in. I was taking it in. I know. Uh, okay, but sorry that my life is fucking sad. Like, Jesus Christ. Okay. I almost said, okay, Kirk, you're both the same. So. <laughs> Honey, I have not been divorced. Um, you literally wish you could even. I wish I could. <laughs> this is true. I am Start being nicer to people. Well, speaking of speaking of anxieties, um, we are going to jump right in to the most anxiety-provoking thing in the whole world, which is the holidays. By the way, listeners, this is the one where we gave Maggie control. So just like everyone knows. She's technically always in control because she's a dom top. But like this is the one where she actually wrote the outline and introduction. She's being vocally a dom top today. Oh, my God. Anyway. It's usually just more. Or verbally. It's usually just more physical. Like it hurts a lot. Yeah. Well, the holidays are here. The holiday season, often associated with joy and celebration, can also bring about unexpected challenges. And I'm not talking about Kirk's dating life. <laughs> One significant aspect is the burden of unexpected spending as individuals find themselves. And I'm not talking about. <laughs> <laughs> as individuals find themselves navigating the delicate balance between generosity and financial decline, the pressure to exchange gifts, host gatherings and partake in festive activities can lead to unplanned expenditures, causing stress and strain on budgets. Simultaneously, social obligations during the holidays can contribute to heightened anxiety. The sheer volume of events from office parties to family gatherings can be super overwhelming, leaving people feeling stretched thin and struggling to fulfill commitments. Mm -hmm. Today, we're diving headfirst into the wallet draining, credit card melting and budget busting world of holiday spending, <laughs> social obligations and just plain fucking anxiety, <laughs> a.k.a. Andrew's emotions every time he records with us. True. Mm -hmm. Even right now, he's recording. With us. <laughs> he's not. He and he's not here. He's not here, but we needed him to press record on his computer. That is our <laughs> setup. That is the magic behind the mic. <laughs> Nothing says happy holidays like watching your bank account go on a diet, being emotionally drained, and having to talk to your closeted Republican relatives. And let's not forget the joy of having to explain your life choices to the relatives you only see once a year. Christmas and the holiday season is a major expenditure for many Americans. According to the latest data from the National Retail Federation, Americans spend on average $998 each Christmas. Woo! And for all our Canadian listeners, you spend an average of $1,000 more. <laughs> what about the other holidays? Why are we only talking about Christmas? Because this is a Christmas-themed episode. Oh, I didn't know that we were only into Christians. No, it's a Christmas slash like holiday slash Hanukkah themed episode. Just go with it. I'm in charge. Kirk, okay. don't say anything okay. about Kwanzaa. That's that's true. You're Jewish. I'm not. So, Girl. Always comes back to that. <laughs> Last year's holiday season sales totaled approximately $936.3 billion. <laughs> okay, we're going to jump right in. 
As I mentioned, Americans spend a little less than 1K each Christmas. And there are stats on how these are divided up between gifts, non-gifts like food and travel, and then miscellaneous spend like holiday-themed activities. I want to know where all of you think if you fall above each spend in every category. Oh, God. Well, can we first talk about the fact that you talked about a diet? Um, Because my holiday spending is a full-blown eating disorder. (laughs) 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 Like my bank account goes fully me in 2015 and 2016, 400 calories a day. I think I, have I talked about the fact that I have had an ED or have an ED on the, we're going to yeet. Paul, I'm videoing this for this episode. I'm going to say it, girl. <laughs> Skip. We can, we can, we can unpack that at a different point. I think probably at a different point because I don't think we want to talk about holidays and ED in the same episode and money. I think that's a little heavy. Yes. But I was like, Paul, these are, it's getting, it's getting to be a lot, baby. <laughs> Paul gets the mic once a month and he freaks out. He's like, I have an ED disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. I'm, I, I'm at this point, Yolanda Hadid. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I have Munchausen and sis- I don't have anything to say. I have nothing to say, but so much to say. <laughs> Sorry, Maggie. We're going before, above, beyond, etc. Yeah. Well, how do you think you fall? Like, in total, people spend about $1,000. Now, that's split up between gifts, holiday items, like food and decor, and then like travel. Where do you think you fall in those? I know I'm above. I know I'm above. Like you're above spending a thousand in the whole thing. Yeah. For everyone? For anything holiday I spent a thousand dollars for the party that I hosted this weekend. It's it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I think that the way that I go about my holidays is like not financially sustainable throughout the rest of the year. And I do it because I want to bring people together. I want to give like queer people and allies opportunities to celebrate Christmas that they may not have with family. Um, and then I also like, just decidedly, even when I agree to not buy gifts for people, I still end up buying gifts for people. And I, I, I so struggle to break that habit. I know I'm above. I know I'm above. Probably double. Yeah, you're already above and it's December 4th. <laughs> I literally was just thinking that. I was like, aren't we like four days in? We're, we haven't even started like the 12 days of Christmas yet. Well, but I'm also a crazy planner. So I did... Yeah, all of my Christmas shopping was done before Thanksgiving. That's crazy. Do you know how much you spend on gifts alone? I would say six fifty, seven hundred. Yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. I don't know why, but I was thinking you were gonna go crazier. No, I spend I spend the money on the on the party, not as much on the gifts. But like for gift giving, do you do like? all of your nieces and nephews and your siblings and your parents, or do you just do like your nieces and nephews? No. So you get your godchild. So I have one goddaughter oh. and then uh, parents and then boyfriend and then like little random things all around. For I would people. say like, yeah, yeah. Just, and, and then like people who report to me at work, like they all get a gift as well. Mm. That's interesting that you guys only, your family only does God children. Yeah. That's kind of smart though. And, and then like, smart, if you're not fuck. religious, like somebody just picks up your kid for you. So like the kids don't get yeah. the gift. There are people in your family not God? Oh, oh Yeah, yeah. Some of them are baptized. Yeah. Oh, good for them. Let's not talk about that. My mother will be very upset. But what about you guys? Like, <laughs> I, I, like are, so in your family, are you expected to like buy for everyone? No. Okay. No, I do just the kids. My sisters and I don't do anything. We do a, um, we do an adult Pollyanna with like my sisters, their husbands, and like other random adults in the family. But um, I only do my nieces and nephews. I feel like me and my sisters have gotten each other things, but it's not such a big deal. Like small things? Yeah. And by nieces and nephews, I mean, last year I told my nieces I was taking them to see um, Wicked when it came here to Philly this year. And I didn't do that. I went with the guy on a date. So. <laughs> that is so And don't worry, up. my niece Harper, my niece Harper, we'll put her on blast. She texted me the other week a picture of the card I wrote on Christmas saying that and was like, when are we going? Good. You need to be called out. Well, she's yeah, also, she's also old enough now where okay, she's the amount of money I've spent on that motherfucker. Like, are you kidding? Okay, well, that was your choice. And you shouldn't have written a card that said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. every other thing so was I'm gonna your take choice. Them. And sh- because you promised something and didn't fulfill it, she's going to remember the lack of fulfillment. I not know. the surprise. Well, I'm taking, I'm going to take them to see Frozen, I think is coming next. Wow. Unless I have. 
Unless I have another date. <laughs> Unless you and Andrew def- decide to finally tie the knot. <gasps> Andrew, yeah. That's who took me to see Wicked. <laughs> he did it. Wait, is this a guy that you just broke up with? Okay. Sh- listen to this because he's always scared. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, I'm kidding. He's super sweet. So do you buy for all of your nieces and nephews? Don't you have five? I have That's five. That's a lot of gifts. And then I have a godson on top of them. But I don't buy my parents anything. I don't buy my sisters anything. But the cool thing about, I don't know, Paul, if you get this or if anyone else does, oh, Erica, you're a new new niece or new new aunt. Um, but <laughs> I get the way I, I, like, I still get presents because like kids buy me presents. Oh. It's like I'll get presents from my sisters, but it's like from the yeah, kids. Yeah. But like they don't get shit from me from my kids because they don't have any. 100%. Right. Yeah. So Kirk, which is kind of fun. Kirk, do you think you're a below or above average? I'm probably around. I'm probably around because I think on top of that, like, and I'm not having a holiday party, but like going to stuff and like bringing things to people's parties and like probably around a thousand dollars, I'd say. I don't think I'm above. I don't. Well, I mean, last year I wasn't because I didn't get the gifts for the girls. But um, <laughs> <laughs> this year, this year I might double it because I have to get last year's gift too. Um, <laughs> no, I actually was thinking to how much I'm going to spend on each one. Can I try, and sp- to try to spend the same amount on each yeah, one? Yeah, that makes sense. But it's hard to um, do, especially when you like absolutely have it's favorites, hard right? To do. It's also like, well, one of them is two, one of them is 13. So like I try to do experiences for the Mm. older ones, but like the younger ones, like I don't want to have an experience with a two-year-old. It sounds terrible. (laughs) So I just like get them something. So, um, or maybe she's three. I don't know. But yeah. (laughs) Wow. Kirkwin's uncle of the year. I am uncle of the year, quite frankly. I'm just not uncle of Christmas. Okay. (laughs) Erica, um, what is your, what are you getting your nephew? Is this his first Christmas, right? Or was last year's? No, last year was his first Christmas. Um, my sister tries to like not carry a lot of things for him. So I feel like I've always gotten him books. And so, you know, they'll read them before bed. So probably get him some more books. I feel those like, banned books, I'm assuming. Honestly, one of them is literally about pronouns. And in the book, they say like the name of my nephew has they pronouns. Iconic. Do you know what's so funny? If 10 or five years ago you had said to me, I got him a book about pronouns, maybe like you got him a grammar book. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I got my uh, nieces something that was like, A is for activism. B is for Black Lives Matter. It's like an alphabet book, but it's like progressive right. things. And I just like remember like looking across at my mother as my sister opened it. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, this is her worst nightmare. This is her worst Nightmare. But at the same time, when I was a kid, she was getting me books by like Rush Limbaugh. Okay. What? I have so many Did questions. Rush Limbaugh write children books? Yes, that's my number no, one. No, baby. It was the daily. Actually, okay. I don't think it was Rush Limbaugh. I think it was um, Bill Bennett. Bill it was Bennett. The Art of who War did, or The Art of Business. Who did Morning in America, Trump's Bill book? Bennett? It was like the Daily Patriot, it was called. And it was like every day you opened it up and it was like another thing in American history. And he signed the book and gave it to me. My parents also for Christmas one year took me to the Glenn Beck Christmas special. There, We had to have talked about this on the podcast before. We had to have talked about I this. I have before. never heard this in Wait, that I have is to an ask episode. a question because and everyone's... Glenn Beck? Wait, everyone's going to freak out. But just remember, I'm black. Who the fuck is Glenn Beck? Uh, conservative, con, con, conservative. Let me let me announce every <laughs> syllable in girl. that word. Conservative commentator who like um, was on Fox News, I believe, had his own show, but like he got even too crazy for them. It was pre Tucker Carlson, so it wasn't that wild. But for like the early two thousands, he was times. wild. He was wild. Erica, Erica, do you know the Blaze? Yeah, the Blaze. He's the yes. CEO. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny how like little I know about conservatism, like after, before a certain time, because I didn't grow up with that. (laughs) Losers. Wait, Paul, I cannot believe you went to the Glenn Beck Christmas show and didn't take me. That's what I'm more mad about. (laughs) I was probably in high school, so we probably weren't fake friends at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were never real friends. Wasn't that when you guys were dating? (gasps) Becky. That was when he was dating (laughs) Beep that name out. Beep that name out. Get that, get that off this podcast. No. Andrew, beep that too. Uh, we, we can't even allude to who we might be talking about. This is the same motherfucker who lied, lied and said that I was her boyfriend to everyone she went to college with. We were no longer even friends. Wait. And then her friends Wait. came to my school and they opened up my 
like dorm room door or something because I was like having an open party. And they were like, aren't you beep it out? Aren't you his boyfriend? And I was like, excuse me. They're like, yeah, she has pictures of you all over her dorm room. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my what? God. You know, yeah. Paul, the best part of this is that we're talking about beep it out on a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys, this this person is obsessed with Christmas. Oh, my God. Aren't always the horrifying people are. <laughs> yes. Like their Facebook posts. Maybe their Facebook. I mean, I haven't. Well, I would like to say I haven't seen this person in 15 years, but I just saw her like three weeks ago at an event. <laughs> I ran into her did, Kirk. and I had nothing to talk to her about. And I almost, almost said, are you excited for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> because she's literally, her Facebook page is like 367 days of Christmas, oh, 362 days of Christmas, 247 days of Christmas. Down, Wait, I'm obsessed with her. And get, guess what flag you think is on her parents' front lawn? Blue Lives Matter. Of course it is. Oh, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. But anyway, redirecting the conversation back to the spend. Yeah. Erica, where are you? I honestly think that I'm very much below the average. I feel like my friends are in different places in their lives than like maybe some of your friends. So on that and like if we do gifts, it's like white elephants or like one group does a buy nothing Christmas party where like everything that you bring for the white elephant has to come from your local buy nothing page. Um, So it's all free. But I love that. It's so great. Like, and you honestly end up with like pretty cool stuff. Like it's, or it has to be something that's like cool. That's like been in your house. And like, I think it's very well established that like you shouldn't come with like a shitty gag. Gift. Mm -hmm. mm. We did something like that one year we did. It was make it, bake it, sew it, grow it. And that was really oh, fun. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's fun. similar, like used or, or make it. Yeah. So. And for this year, like my budget's pretty low i think my budget is two hundred dollars but that's because i'm going to this really cool vintage warehouse by my house and i'm just gonna get everything from there and like you can literally get like a 100 percent silk shirt for like 10 bucks mm. near your place in philly yeah it's like, oh i need i need the d yeah i want to go there Right. Yeah, I'm going to gatekeep it, so I will not put it yeah, on the okay. podcast, <laughs> but I will tell you guys independently, especially if it gets Maggie to come to Philly. <sighs> Shut up. Maggie, by the way, where's your spend? I feel like it's changed a lot. Like, obviously, like graduating college during COVID, like that first Christmas out of college is always, always be like your first like adult or slash Hanukkah because I celebrate both. Like it's supposed to be right. like your first adult like spend, but like. It was such a weird year for holiday stuff. And so like, honestly, I really just do like, I do my parents. I, eat, I get them each something. My dad is a child about <laughs> holidays, a child. Like, will he be, will he be mad if you don't get him something? Well, I'm convinced he didn't convert to Judaism because he loves Christmas so much. Oh, that's <laughs> so cute. I mean, I don't actually, I don't know if that's, that's what cute, he's, but... that's what he's saying, girl. <laughs> but I don't know if that's what I mean, my parents like love being different religions. We can talk about that another time. That's another topic for, <laughs> okay. for conversation. But oh, um, I thought you were saying like they like to change their religion every like couple of years. Oh my oh, god, no. no, they're not those no, we know, type we, of white all, people. We, we know people like that because that makes no fucking sense. By the way, you can't if you change your religion every year, you don't fucking believe in it. By the way, who do we know? Idiots. That noted. <laughs> I don't know. I just somebody listening has got to be. No, Kirk, that's coming from somewhere hoppers. so personal. Yeah. I, mean, I know. Exactly. I have no idea where, but it popped the fuck out of my stomach. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out who, who it is. But I think I knew someone that would just like change their religion. Like, you can't just do that. Like they literally all believe different things. Kirk is literally fighting demons in real time right now. Literally. Also, I don't believe in fucking religion. It's all I'm fake. I'm pretty <laughs> sure whatever you're thinking is anti-Semitic, but. I <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but yeah, we, we could talk about the whole dual religion situation at another point in time, but my dad is like a child with presents. So we have to get him and my mom something different. And mm, um, cute. it used, it used to be that my dad has really grown up actually over the years. Um, he's now <laughs> gotten, he gets my mom, his own presents now. Wait, 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 wait. He gets your mom his own present? Yeah, like, like I used he... to pick out my dad's oh, presents. Yeah, yeah. And oh, that's like, like super normal. Send him the link and he's really grown up. Although one year he got my mom a sweater in a large and- <sighs> They didn't talk for like a week. Yeah. Oh, I would be rip shit too if I were yeah. not it, large. It took and, my yeah. dad probably 22 years, uh, at least of my life. So, and I have older siblings, at least 22 years to like stop buying my mother clothes. Like just even when my sister helped just pick give it out. out. It's just it, not going to work. Not going to work. Yeah. But I would say I'm probably on average mm -hmm. because I also like have to travel home for the holidays. 
And I also like like doing holiday stuff like in the city I'm in. And like that also all costs money. It does. Like, a stupid amount of money. Yeah, especially your yeah. city girl. Tell me about it. The two cities I Well, both of them. Both cities. Yeah, DC and New York. Here in Philly, you can do things for free. Columbus, Ohio, you can kind of do things for free. Like last night they shut down my entire neighborhood and like all of the businesses had like like even like the real estate office and like the tax accountants, like they had like hot chocolate. You could go into their office and like get free hot chocolate. And then like they had like luminaries oh. up and down the streets. And then there were like five different markets all throughout my neighborhood. And it was like super, super cute. I didn't go. I went last year. Um, I was just like too tired this year. But um, I feel like there's not a lot that you can do for, for free. Like I'm doing, um, I have like a, one of those like little igloos next week and like curling at a local brewery. Uh, like literally, yeah, I know everyone's face like uh that is some white people shit like uh so they have like an they have like an ice rink at a local brewery that they turn into like curling lanes so you can like rent it out for an hour oh that is not white that is translucent people (laughs) hello hello okay but i like i miss columbus ohio so much (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that you maggie maggie stands columbus ohio you could move it is fucking the West family and Maggie that love Ohio so much. Stop. Not Kanye, Nina West. <laughs> I'm cackling. Good, Virginia good. West. Nina West and I went to the same college. That's such a sleigh. Yeah. That's why we love Columbus so much. I love Columbus. Eric and I love Columbus. Well, we all why love did you loop me into that? <laughs> oh, because oh, you've been more times than anybody here besides Maggie. Because even more than me. Well, you were invited more times than me. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a whole yeah. other podcast, motherfucker. No, I feel like Andrew's gone more than I have. You're about the same now. Well, that's not shocking that Andrew would like Columbus, Ohio. Like, I mean, it's, 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 I it's am watching people. season six of um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right now. And Lisa Vanderpump just took a private <sighs> jet to Columbus, Ohio to adopt a tiny horse. Tiny horse. Yeah. And then she turned around and left. So like and she didn't even bring the horse back with her. Like, so, you know, there's a lot going on here. And now Paul is fucking that horse. Okay, Maggie, well, was what was say, the next question? So, so according to <laughs> the National Retail Federation, gifts on, so the, the percentage is that like gifts for family, friends, and coworkers, people spend about $700, which mm-hmm. Paul, you hit that like right on the head. And for like food and decor, people honestly only on average spend 230 which I thought was kind of low. Okay, I have a bone to pick here. This happened to me today and I've been waiting to unload on you guys with oh. this. Okay, Paul. Last year on Christmas, for Christmas, I went down the block to a um, little man who has Christmas trees on the corner of a park. And last year, there were $50. This tree was perfect. $50. I went today, $125 for the same fucking tree. Thanks, Obama, number one. Number two, (laughs) thanks, Joe Biden, for inflation. Number three... If that's a more than double. That's that's more than double what it was. So that means next year it's going to... I have a really crucial question. What were you thinking Obama for? Because I thought it was the inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Obama. Just like I have a tattooed on my ass just whenever we want to hate something. Uh, (laughs) He told me, the guy said, trees are just more expensive this year. How the fuck Him getting the tree was more. I don't know how that works. Maybe it's been growing for 20 years. That's why we can... Maybe there's less trees. Thanks, Greta Thunberg. How dare you? And I wonder if that's why, but also that means next year there'll be 250. So should I either invest in a fake tree or should I convert to Judaism? Uh, take, first off, first off, take a shot every time Kirk thinks some weird political or like popular person. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn Beck. <laughs> my tree was <laughs> my tree was ninety three dollars this year, and I feel like it was probably eighty five last year. So I did go to a different place to get it. I didn't go back to the same place, but I feel like that feels kind of standard. I think I did not see many fifty dollar Christmas trees last year. Fifty, uh, one hundred twenty five dollars. Like, for what? Yeah, that is complete fucking bullshit. It yeah. dies. And, like, honestly, I think people should just get fake trees at that point. If that's what your I neighborhood was is say, I love a yeah. real tree. My thing is, fake trees or real trees are, like, dangerous. And fake trees are better for the environment. Are they? I mean, you use it. Oh, because you're not cutting them down. Yeah, and you're only <laughs> using it once. Like, you buy one, one tree forever. Yeah, but it's plastic. Okay, it's plastic. That Did anyone you... see the TikTok of the woman cleaning her plastic tree? And I went to kill myself because I, I have a real bone to pick with people who clean shit from TikTok because it just freaks me out. Paul probably loves it. I love it. it. I love, it. I love it so like, much. Yeah. No, it is so annoying. Oh, like it's like, ruining everything. What do you mean? Like cleaning like toilets and like shit? Like when they go into a hotel room and they oh, clean the I hotel don't, room. No, like, I oh, don't know. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that's like, you watch that? Yeah, those people are crazy. I, I like I, clean well, talk at home. I do. Yeah, I'm good with that. No, clean talk. I like the noises it makes in the video when they click there and they're like, oh, I don't know. I like the noises that yeah. it makes, the ASMR of it all. But 
um, there's people been cleaning their Christmas trees and they're like, look what comes out of them. And it's like a little bug. Uh, like, okay. And there's a whole thing this year about the praying mantis. And there's people who are like, get the fucking praying mantis out of your house. And then there's other people like, you should actually keep it and release it into the wild. You hateful, like, you know, anti-tree. Hugging. How many praying mantises are ending up on TikTok? Aren't they endangered? Like how many people I actually possibly don't have know one? that they're endangered anymore, but that could be misinformation. No one repeat that. That's a yeah. liberal talking point. I'm going to put that out there. Oh my God. Do you know where the Christmas tree was from? Because there were Canadian wildfires this year. If you're getting a Canadian Christmas tree, it should be more expensive. You know, good point. Oh, I'm going to go ask him tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that they drove down from, I mean, it's not that far, I guess. I mean, I no, the local tr- Christmas tree farms are all over the state of Pennsylvania, but still like there could very well be a tree shortage. This man seems like the type of guy that would not outsource his labor. Kirk, all I'm saying is that menorahs are reusable and free. Also, small. I have a funny story you about menorahs. mean they're menorah. free? You can get that. Like, if you go to a local synagogue, they pass out free menorahs, every, like, all the time. I don't think I want to go to a local synagogue right now, but um, I'm going to go to, like, Walmart. <laughs> we got to, we got to, can we do a quick, like, anti-Jewish cut of this episode? Like, I just... You We've mean had just to do that episode? for the past four episodes. No, I wasn't being anti-Jewish. I just meant I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to involve. Okay. I don't want to freak anyone out. At any, I don't want to touch anything Palestinian or anything Jewish right now. You know, people like Glenn Beck are like, "Oh my God!" Like liberals are pro Hamas. I'm like, Kirk might be. Like Kirk might be <laughs> pro Hamas. I mean, no, no. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not Girl. pro Hamas. I, like I'm pro. I'm pro Hamas. Well, Hanukkah, you know what? Hanukkah's on Thursday, Kirk. So you only have a couple more days to decide what you're going to be this year. <laughs> well, for, we have to dress up for Hanukkah, <laughs> Girl. No, like what religion you're going to be this oh. year? <laughs> I was like, oh please, don't give him costume love, listen, ideas Hanukkah. for Hanukkah. I I love Hanukkah. It's great. Not that. <laughs> What if my favorite Rugrats episode is seriously oh, the Passover the Judah episode? Uh, oh, no. No, the pa- it's so oh, cute. They would do the Passover episode? Yes, yes, yes. Because there's the Hanukkah one and then there's a Passover one. Yeah, I remember them. I remember the Passover one's so cute. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> did so I would say like decorations wise, because people do reuse them year over year. But if you get like a new wreath, a new tree, and then like a couple of ornaments or something like that, I could see how that could end up being like $250. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I don't know, though. It does seem like kind of a lot. Or people replace their lights, I feel like, every year. But Wait, can I ask a mm. question? Sorry, can you continue? I could no, go ahead. Yeah. I, is this just me growing up as mostly a Jewish kid? But like Elf on the Shelf, is was that wildly popular? That's pop- new. Why that's that, new. No, no, no. That's that's new? New. It's that, like within the last. That is a new it's shit. Like ten, 10 15 years, years. Yeah, 10, 10 maybe years. 10, 15. Yeah. My niece Harper, when she was 13, I think it's probably like 10 to 12 years, but it, it needs to end. That's, that's enough. That's a, that is white people shit to a T. No, nope, they make yeah, them cause... in every race now. No, I know, but I blame the white oh. people that did Paul. <laughs> that is another reason to convert to Judaism because I don't want to deal with elf on the shelf. It the is problem so is, is that like kids talk about it in school. So naturally other kids feel like excluded. So also, I'm sorry. You are a dumbass three-year-old. I don't care if you think that that's a real thing. It's clearly a stuffed animal. If you think that elf is really an elf. Kirk, I'm 100% sure that when you were a child, you believed every single thing in the world about like Santa Claus and the bunny, the Easter rabbit, whatever. I did believe in Santa Claus until an appropriate age, but I didn't. But if Santa Claus was not moving on my shelf every day, I wouldn't believe it. Okay, yeah, Kirk, all all of us, we're like eight or nine. We all kind of figured it out. I'm pretty sure you were. I think I was was there. I'm pretty sure you were like, it was sixth grade for you. And we all bullied you I was like five. No, I learned on Christmas Eve. My mom told me because my cousin was in Disney World and I was like, how's Santa Claus going to get to him? And my mom eventually was like, there is no Santa Claus, bitch. Okay. (laughs) That's hilarious. And I was like, you couldn't give me fucking seven more hours of this shit. And she couldn't take no, it. No, she was tired. She was tired. But um, the Elf on the Shelf, Maggie, you know, that's like a newer thing. And now it's like, I don't know if my sisters do this, but I've seen people who, when they have like another kid, there's another elf. And there's like, if you have six kids, you have like six elves. <laughs> Hell it's no. Like, that is so ridiculous. Six badass like, little elves running around. And that. Back, I don't know if they still is, but when my niece was younger, we would like every, my sister would call me like, Kirk, I need a creative idea for this for tonight. We don't know what the fuck elf, whatever the elf's name was, is to do tonight. And I remember I, one year I put it, on a wrecking ball. And it was like Miley Cyrus coming through her room. On I do a kind of ball. recall you doing um, that. So her elf was a faggot. <laughs> but um, Jesus Christ. Elves canonically are gay. True. There should, we need, I, I don't know where my head was about to say elf porn, but I don't know what uh, I meant by that. But there's probably something out there with elf porn. Um, 
Okay. Elves are cute, though. Elves are no, cute. No, no, no. We're, we're not diving into yeah, this, no. this side of what your brain is thinking. No, no. A veto. Veto. I will say my one final elf on the shelf story is um, about four or five years ago. My niece was probably eight and then the rest of them were younger. And um, we were we were playing hide and go hide and go seek something or one another. And I hid something and I opened the shelf and not the shelf opened up where the elf, I guess hides every day when it's not or in the middle of the night, whatever. And I pulled out the elf on the shelf and she saw it and she freaked out. Cause you're not supposed to touch the elf. You're not, if you touch the elf, it's it loses its magic. And I actually grabbed the wrong elf. I grabbed the elf to grab something else. And so I think I ruined Christmas for my niece. Wow. These damn kids. You ruined Christmas for your niece last year. You didn't get her tickets. Yeah, to- you, you basically are the Grinch. Which it's like, well, I love the Grinch. Of course like, you do. Know about that. I mean, you're both kind of gay. Well, changing up the topic a little bit. <laughs> so besides money being spent, which we, we are all basically agreeing that we're basically all broke at this point. 100%. The holidays. I want to know what you guys feel about like the stress and anxiety about like Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday, New Year's Eve, like parties and like whether or not you feel like you have to do too much. And then by like January 1st, you're so dead. I can say that I'm already exhausted. I fell asleep in the middle of my party at 10 p.m., guys. Like, I put a hat over my eyes and passed out. I did also have an entire bottle of wine and cocktails, but, like, I was exhausted. We started playing categories, and, like, I forgot how to play, and then I couldn't even read my own handwriting. So I think that it's just, like, it runs you to the ground because, like, Every time I hear someone suggest like, what if we just did a little like Pollyanna? What if we just all got together? And what if we have to do something before the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Someone texted me this week and they were like, wouldn't you love to do like a double date before Christmas? And I literally said, would January work better instead? I said, I was like, my weekends are just like kind of full. And then I'm going home. And like, I feel like I will have more fun in January when things are dead. The person did not respond for three days. Uh, then they said yes. But I was like, I, I, I. <laughs> I know. I was like, it just, it, I'm not trying to like shit on holiday plans. There's just so much to do. There's so much, there's not so much to do. There's so much you can do. And it is very hard to say no to people. Yeah. I actually forcing my friend Jane to throw a party. (laughs) So I'm the, I think I'm the problem here. Uh, We're having, it's a very, it's a very, oh, Erica, oh, Erica, you're going to be here on the 23rd? No. Oh, no. Okay. Well, it was. I will be. But um, she's having. Oh well, you should come. I'm going to text you. She um, she is having. It's a very Kelly Clarkson Christmas party. I don't know why we're calling it that, but it is. So we're theming it Kelly Clarkson. And I've been in Kelly Clarkson's. So Kelly Clarkson, if you're a listener, I've been in her DMs every day trying to get her to come. So no, wait, wait. (laughs) We'll see. Can can we rename the party, please? Instead of a very Kelly Christmas, can we please call it from Christmas to Kelly? Like from Justin to Kelly. Oh, that's Come on, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk to I don't know what that means because she's no, mo- famously, most people probably haven't seen from Justin to <laughs> Wait, Kelly. Wait, I actually I, love it. I've watched that movie within the last year. Such a slay. I have it on DVD. I saw it in the theaters. I have their yeah, soundtrack. I've never seen this movie. It's so good. It was the original season of American Idol. It was like the top two. It was in their contracts. They had to film a movie after. So, Kelly, if you won or lost, the two top, the top two. And they filmed a movie called From Justin to Kelly. So um, it, it did so well. Famously, there was no From Ruben to Clay, but uh, <laughs> there could have been. Uh, my party this year was called Yule Lodge. It was an Apriski themed Christmas. And that is also why I so spent gay. way more money because I wanted the decorations to match the theme. Last year, it was Christmas pajamas. And I did like pizza and snacks. This, I did a little bit more of like a higher end. No, you're, it's giving Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming my invite just got light, lost in the middle. I literally put it in the podcast group chat. Yeah, he yeah, texted he us. Awkward, oh. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, no. um, but no, Paul, that's giving Lisa Barlow to a team. I don't know why you would say that, Kurt. It's not giving Lisa Barlow. Stop. No. Jack? Um, oh, that's a layer joke here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, okay, but what about you, Erica and Maggie? Like, what do you think about the holiday plans? I feel like, Erica, you kind of have endless social energy. Like, I don't really know you Literally. to, like hide from plans yeah i mean so the great thing for me is like i don't live in a space where i can like reasonably host like it's just too tight of quarters um to host more than like a handful of people so i never have to worry too much about the holiday party throwing which means my only job 
is to put on a cute little outfit and charm the entire room. And that is what I do time and time again. Are you going to make your outfit? Are you going to design your outfit? No, I would have had to have started that by now. (laughs) But I I do. I am going to be in like a murder mystery New Year's Eve party. And I think I might sew my outfit for it. That sounds fun. And that feels like a fun way to redo New Year's Eve. I mean, this is like a total sidebar, but I've been like feeling not great when it comes to alcohol at all. Like my body is just not, it's like fucked. Um, I'll join the train. So I'm like, maybe this will be like, it feels like an easier way to have a sober New Year's Eve. I would agree with that. And you can always get some like boozy non-alcoholic option if you want to just like have something, you know, yeah. or make, make or you yourself like high out of your lemon mind. juice and spritzer. Yeah. I was going to say, there's like a really cool spot called Hawthorne's. It's a coffee shop that has like a really good selection of N.A. Wait, by me? Yeah. Yeah, I, like I love Hawthorne. that place. Yeah, they have a good N.A. selection. So, mm-hmm. little local plug. Maggie, what you spending your money on, girl? Um, I literally had two parties on Saturday night. Yeah. And I was like, like there are other Saturdays. <laughs> I just, I, I, I guess I... I love holiday parties. I think that's very fun. And I'm glad other people will throw them because like you, Erica, I cannot host in my 600 square foot apartment. (laughs) Why does everybody feel like they have to do it before the holidays? And then everybody's like, let's get dinner before everybody goes out of town and let's like do this and let's do that. And I'm like, you know, there's a month called January. It feels like everybody thinks the apocalypse comes by like the end of 2023 and that there's no 2024 and you can't make plans post Christmas or the new year. They should make a movie about that. There's like nothing better than a winter get together. If you have the strength to leave your home, like because the holidays didn't drain you like to be like able to see your friends in January and February. It's like almost impossible. I feel like to see people until it starts to get warm. So like save some of your holiday parties. I say that though, as someone who is also throwing a, or through a holiday party. But you had a good, I mean, that's a good time to do it. You did it and it's done. Yes, that's yeah, exactly why I, I did it early. Yeah. Like you rode off the coattails of Thanksgiving. 100%. Well, that's what I was also going to say. I feel like I just go back from Thanksgiving and then you like throw yourself into yeah. having I don't, plans. I don't know who planned, who planned this, by the way. I'm thinking lately. Who planned Thanksgiving so close to Christmas? I, I think it just all happened. I mean, it's a rhetorical question, guys. Like I don't, it's just like how it happened. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> It's, I get it all it comes to it's just like a weird amount of time apart I don't know I also feel like I've been listening to fucking Christmas music since like October this year I don't know why what's wrong with me but that sounds like but a personal I feel like, choice <laughs> I know I know I know but I feel like it's been Christmas for a while and I'm like I don't have a tree up yet I'm not even doing the tree this year I'm going to Miami next week what am I talking about girl what realized. yeah I'm going to Florida oh, just for the weekend we're gonna have to talk about that I think. okay but city I'm going girl to, I'm, I'm going to I'm going on a. I'm only going to Miami to go. I'm going on a cruise from Miami to the Bahamas. Oh, so, like one of those like tiny little. Yeah. Yeah, but I forgot we planned it like two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. What? Well, whatever. Those cruises are always a good vibe because like it's quick. It's like fun people who are just there to get drunk the entire time. Like yep. there's not yeah. like they barely even do any events. It's like just you know like because it's like there. And yeah, that. I'm excited. I never been on. I never been on a cruise. I hate to say it, but you can only go if it doesn't interfere with recording. Mm. I think I'm going to record live from the Royal Caribbean. Oh dear lord. Oh. First of all, that Wi-Fi. As long as it's not a gay cruise, fine. <laughs> it's not a gay cruise. It's a very straight cruise. I think I, I might be the, I'm not going to be the only gay person, but like, maybe. No, you've never been on a cruise. Girl. I've never been on a cruise. I'm assuming the Wi-Fi is pretty bad. It's <laughs> like It's like a million dollars and you can't watch. It takes 10 days to watch a YouTube yeah. video. Like, it's insane. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun one to record. It's actually also, though, a really great way to like get to know somebody that you end up marrying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like waiting 15 minutes for a text message to send. It was like super good way to get to know somebody. And so you can marry them and then later divorce them. Period. Um, but that's another thing I would say, like the anxiety of going home. And like, there's also, I, I think I appreciate Columbus so much because like people here have watched me go through everything over the last year and a half. At home, people haven't, so people are more likely mm. to talk or mm. ask about it because they, they want care like updates. and because they love me. But it's also like, ooh, that makes me want to like retreat into my shell, like stay home and just watch TV. Family, like 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 um, my siblings and my nieces and nephews and like my parents, like no issues there. It's sometimes just the extended family of like it, it, having to explain. Not ex- not even explain myself, but having to talk about it because like yeah. it just feels like I should like they 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 haven't seen me since this 
big thing happened and they want to check in on me. But like, that's the type of shit that just like makes me makes me retreat. And I know that everybody else gets asked this stuff like, are you dating anybody? Or like, how's your job? Or like, how's your it's like people ask because they care. But at the same time, it's like, God, I just wish I like didn't even have to have this conversation sometimes. Well, at least they don't ask, are you pregnant? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what they yeah. think. Some might, they might think that men can get pregnant now knowing they they watch Glenn Black. Glenn, uh, Glenn Black. Blackie. Glenn Black. That was like mildly transphobic, I think, but. I'm very fortunate in that like my parents have literally never asked me and my sisters about our love lives, like our plans for marriage. Like they'll ask us about work, but in the same way that you would ask. I mean, they also know how I feel about things like work because mm-hmm. we all love to commiserate. But yeah, it's like they would never I could never imagine them saying, like, when are you going to have kids? They've asked, do I want kids? But not as a like, tell me your future plans question. So I feel like I've been super lucky that a my family can cook, looks at everyone, maybe not Maggie. And B, my family leaves me the fuck alone and we just kiki. Yeah. Is your holiday pretty small? Like then, is it like just your sisters and your parents? That does sound really nice. I have not done that with my. Yeah. Are you going to San Diego or to Texas? I'm going to San Diego. So we did Texas for Thanksgiving. So San Diego for Christmas. And what's like nice about that is I do have such a big family that I think it's almost like if I see the family, like that side of the family, it's a whole thing. It's a whole trip. I am by sheer numbers alone, easily forgettable. That is nice. Um, I think I've shared this story on the pod before about my mom is one of 10 and we don't speak to eight of the families because they stole my grandma years ago. I'm in 2015, whatever, a long time ago. I think I know Eric and Paul probably know that story, but I think I've told it. Anyway, long story short, my mom and her sister, who we do love, have decided to like rekindle with her siblings. So they have a little bit of a relationship now and they invited all of our families to the first Christmas party that we haven't been invited to in 14 years. Um, And my mom and my aunt are going and they've asked all of her children to go and everyone has said no. Um, But you know me, I love mess. So I (laughs) asked my mom. I said, if you want me to come, you know, I haven't been drinking lately, so I feel like I'll be on my best behavior. And my mom said, no. <laughs> Wait. I was like, I might still go. I was like, bitch, I got an invite on my email. Whoever gave my fucking cousin who I haven't talked to in 20 years what? my email, that's on you. Because you, first of all, I got you have Kirk, that is so me in the family where I'm just like, yeah, I want to know. Like, if there's going to be some drama. Like my sis, I mean, I don't want, I, I, ideally, I don't want to go because I hate all these people. I don't hate them. That's fucked up. I don't know them. But like. They're shit. So they hurt your mom. My mom wants yeah, to they really hurt your mom. Yeah. I was like, I said to my mom, yeah, they hurt my mom and my aunt, but I want to be like, my dad's not going to fucking go. So I was like, I'll support you, mom, and like be a good child and go with you. And my mom's like, I know what the fuck you're doing, bitch. Like, you're not supporting me. You're trying to be messed. <laughs> so I'm on an email chain with all my cousins. And one of them was like, everybody e- email me like photos of the family to put on our digital slideshow or something. I just want to email like fucked up messages, like naked photos for them to pop up on their fucking Christmas party. Kirk, you know, someone has to go through that to put it on. It doesn't just, I know, but I don't know. They're not that bright. (laughs) Um, I think you could be sued for that. So it's genetic. (laughs) Yeah. it's Send that photo that Erica got this weekend. Oh yeah. That was hot. No, I'm I'm not. I, I, I might go, but it's on the same day as it's um, from from Christmas to Kelly parties. So I have to do that instead. Oh. Um, I would like to say, though, that I last year I spent Thanksgiving away and it was beautiful. Like I spent it with my friend in San Diego, actually not not Erica, not being my friend, but someone else. <laughs> and it was lovely. And I just keep, I thought about that. I was like, fuck, I need to do that again next year. I just like lay the, like laid on the beach. even though it wasn't that hot. We got in the ocean, even though it wasn't that warm. But it, it was, was still, like, very um, peaceful. Yeah, Christ. it was white, white people white people but it was like no it was like a nice little like baptism on um sure girl thanksgiving what i don't know what I'm trying to say it was just like uh, nice I, I changed religion that i yes maggie i changed religion that i year. love how i like actively <laughs> roll my eyes and just moaned at kirk but like i have fully been in like a hot spring and been like this is yeah. just my like absolute cleanse like this is a mess there was like Start a cold bash and i've literally cried like in nature like putting my feet in dirt like <laughs> But anyway, it was nice to be away. So I'm thinking I should, I should go away for Christmas. Well, I'm actually going to spend Christmas Day alone because the Eagles play and I'm going to the game. So I'm not going to go home. I'm going to home Christmas Eve to my families and then I'm not going back Christmas Day. I'm going to wake up here and have my own little that day myself. Great. What if they lose? Again. It does. Uh, if they lose. Again. Um, okay. Then whatever. Period. Eat us up. I mean, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, but wouldn't they lose home field? If they lose this week to the Cowboys, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. So we really hope that doesn't happen. I'm hoping and anyway. praying that they lose now, just to make you mad. 
Well, I, what I will add is that I'm, I make some really banging lakas. So <gasps> next year, oh. if we want to make our pod trip over Hanukkah slash, I could just make them any time of year. But I can you make that. them? Yeah, are you allowed to make them other times? No, I'm allowed. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually I lose my Judaism card. Yep. It's a card I carry around. It's like a permit. Actually, latkes physically don't rise until Hanukkah begins. <laughs> <laughs> the oil doesn't fry. I don't know if you guys have. If you guys have rules, us Christians have rules. What are our rules? What are your rules? We're not even a Christian. We can't have sex before marriage. Yes, yes. Our most sacred rule that everyone abides by. Especially the priests. Okay. um, Take us to the next section. segment of tonight is um, I would like everybody to go around and not because we super condone consumerism on this podcast, but we kind of do. What has been the best present and what has been the worst present you have been given for the holiday season? Ever. 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 Well, that you can think of. The best gift I've ever gotten is from Jesus H. Christ. And that's my fat ass. (laughs) 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 Oh, my sister is a great gift buyer. But I don't feel like that fully counts. I feel like it has to be like a Santa. I need to go like Santa level more so, like aka my parents. So it's so funny because I like literally am not musical at all. But like I got a guitar for Halloween one or for <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. It's my Christmas. <laughs> it really is. I got a guitar for Christmas one year and it wasn't the best gift in that like it altered my life it was just like I was not expecting to get it at all because like my parents had said like that means that you'll have to do like we'll have to pay for practices and you're gonna have to practice and blah 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 blah. you mean the talent didn't just come with the gift I mean the talent has always been within (laughs) but I just remember that being like one of those like ooh, like that's like so like so surprised like I can remember how that felt And the worst gift is a tie because my sisters, when I was young, honestly, up until like college, would prank me every single year for Christmas. You and Kirk are so the babies of your family. I know. I know. It's heinous, heinous. One year I was like five or six I you know I shouldn't say every year because they couldn't have caught got me if it was every yeah. year but like <laughs> they were still getting me but one year my sisters are opening up their gifts and they're like oh it's this and my sister I think it was my sister Jessica was the one who brought the gifts over and so I get this like box like a decent sized box and my sisters open it and it's like whatever they wanted and I open mine and it's a lump of coal. And it was when I still believed in Santa. <gasps> wow. Damn. And so I was like so heartbroken. And then my parents were like, Rrr. and then another year, my <laughs> my mom got us like was handing out our big gifts. And I remember I think like my sisters each got those little PSPs, the like mm, mini oh, yes. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I open up my gift. And it is a box of Summer's Eve wipes. <laughs> and I literally <laughs> folded in on myself. <laughs> what the fuck? They are evil. Like, you will meet my sisters and you'll think, wow, these are like such nice people. They were evil. You know what I thought recently? You know what I thought recently? Speaking of like meeting your sisters, and this is so fucked up, but you posted like a picture of like you, your sister, and your nephew. And like your sister is stunningly gorgeous, but I was like, she's kind of like the de-yassified version of Erica. <laughs> <gasps> yes. Do you know yes. what I mean? Do you know what write I mean? Write that down. Write but that I, but down. Like, I don't I say that as like, is it like, it, uh, it's just like you have. <laughs> Wait, I need to see a and, picture. And like, she's just like not as gay as. Her. Yeah. And like, and, and, and people <laughs> probably would like see you and be like, oh, like that is clearly her like younger sister. But like. That's her little dyke yeah, sister. <laughs> yeah, like, it was just like. Your hair, your hair, your jewelry, your like everything is like very much like more of the moment and like, yes, modern and or trendy, like whatever you want to call it. And like, she just she's a mother and like she just looked a little more sensible. Paul, 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 
that what? one's not the one who's oh, a mom. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Bleep it out. So the way she's going to be but also like yes, I'm never she's coming to almost, San Diego never meeting the fam oh. that's also to say that she's like 10 years old yeah right, right yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. damn I thought black don't crack I mean no, she we look it. like we're the same age she looks younger than me <laughs> well uh, I would say that my my worst gift I don't have something that like my parents got me but I was part of like a white elephant gift exchange one year where you could have so many steals and like I don't know what I was sitting on but I was really happy that I had it um and I ended up getting stuck with like one of those like Ray Dunn font signs that was like oh my god I love my kitchen because it's my place to drink wine and dance and I was like what the fuck I knew dance was coming I knew it my aunt looks at me and she's like but that's for you it was like around the time where i danced at weddings and um that's like not really my brand anymore um because i ripped my pants three times at three separate weddings doing splits 100 no joke so i don't move anymore because i'm insecure so um i (laughs) so i just sit there and drink um and i remember she's so genuinely and i love my aunt um she's so genuine looks at me she's like but that is so perfect for you and i wanted to be like and then I would say my best gift, my parents, you guys remember Connects? Connects. Connects. Were were, yes, they were yes, like the, yes, yes. They were like not Legos, because Legos were like the building blocks. Connects were like the, they were circular. the, the circular like yes. poles and rods. Yes, yes, and stuff yes, like yes. And so you could like build and construct things. And my parents got me two separate things. The first one, it was called the Lunar Lander, and you built like your own spaceship. And that took me, that thing took me like five days to build they're like fairly challenging and it was always something i enjoyed like building with my dad as well um or like with my brothers whoever was around so i had that one actually that one might have been legos but then the connects that i had it was a roller coaster so you built the roller coaster and then it was like battery powered and so your Mm -hmm. car would go through the thing and it would shoot it and then it would go all the way back around and just keep going yeah it took me like Again, a week to build, but then I would just let that thing run and just watch it. And the sense of accomplishment, I feel like, like I can still feel that like of just like it finally is built and then it would like work when it would go through the little thing and it would like shoot it to make sure like they could get over the giant hill that you build. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like there was a little noise that would make the people scream. It would be like, "Ah!" like, (laughs) just like, I don't know. One of those things that like I could just that, that feels like my childhood. And that was also around the time that like my siblings weren't getting as many gifts or they were getting more clothes and practical things. So there were very few of us getting like fun toys to play with. It was just me and my younger sister. So like that also felt special too. Cause like it was a time to play games with my siblings as well, or like toys that I got with my siblings. So that one I would say is pretty Aww, vivid. Cute. Yeah. Oh, sentiment. Maggie, what about you? Well, my worst gift comes with a small story. Um, you have to understand how my family used to do Christmas. I say used to because now all my cousins are much older and have their own kids and we no longer get together because mm. if we did, we couldn't fit in a house. I have 12 cousins. I have 63. <laughs> so I have like 100. I know. I was like, I've got like 45. <laughs> but um, but, I'm like, but I trust Christmas. you, Maggie. 12. Yeah. 12. But sure, Maggie, 12 sounds cute. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. When you're, I, I'm, so I'm the second youngest. My oh, mother's youngest. Yeah. Yeah. And th- there's just like, a lot of personalities, a lot of my dad's one of five and has uh, three sisters, a lot of a lot of opinions. Um, and so I don't know when this got decided before I was born, because I was one of the last. But we have in my grandparents living room, there's a couch that faces the Christmas tree and everybody can sit on the sides of that couch. And if you're up, you have to sit on that couch yep. by yourself yep. and uh, receive each gift yep. and hold it up oh, for no. everybody uh. to look at. So, oh so we used stupid. to do that in order, age, age wise. Yes, yeah. in order of age. Mm-hmm. Oldest to youngest. And everybody would clap and ooh and ah, and then grandma would be like, what is that? And then you'd have to explain what that is because she, you know, didn't get it because it was from this century. Oh, wham, wham. Is she still in the room with us? Yeah, grandma? yeah, she's, she's still. Okay. She's 93. <sighs> um, oh. So fast forward, I'm like 12, 13, 14, an age where sitting on a couch and like having your older cousins who are kind of cooler than you because they're like in their twenties and college and your aunts and uncles stare at you while you open gifts is like your actual worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. What if my aunts now she got this for everybody, but I happened to go first that year. Cause it's just like, oh. usually we do it by age, but then we do it by girl and boy. And so I was the first girl to go. <laughs> and 
she basically bought me 13-year-old lingerie. <gasps> It was like this Victoria's Secret. Slay. Girl, that reveal right there was a reveal. I liked that. Good good delivery. <laughs> this Victoria's Secret pajama set that had like lace on it. Slay. First off, I was still in my stage of wearing like full, like long pants and like long sleeve shirts in my bed. Like 100%. You give tomboy energy in that way. Like former. I do. I do. Right. Yeah. I opened the box. Most Mark Ruffalo fans do. <laughs> Zaddy. Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy rough. I literally opened the box and there's this like little lace camisole in it. And I know my face turned a shade of beet red. That was not okay. <laughs> and That's so sad. I, Are there pictures of this? Yes. Damn. And you are never getting them. I, I had braces. I believed in <laughs> I believed in low slick back Washington like style ponytails. Hello, governor. Because I didn't know how to style my <sighs> hair. And um <laughs> Yeah, no. And I never tweezed my eyebrows, so they were like this big. Oh, slay. No, you gotta we gotta get that on the pod. We have to get that on the pod. No, yeah, yeah no, that's pair. never surfacing the internet. Someone again. find that, please. I had to hold up this little lace camisole in front of all of my cousins, boy cousins, girl cousins, aunt, uncles, my parents. Mm. And grandma, which, what did grandma got? And, say and about grandma, it? grandma was like, ooh, and then She's there was like, like the slay queen. Said, shake those jugs. Yeah, then there there had to be the talk of the, you know, are there boys in middle school? And I wanted to mm. die in mm. that moment, die. Mm. So that is my worst present. That's it was great. not bad intention. I just cannot believe I had to do that in front of my entire family. <laughs> that was horrid. I would honestly not be here today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the most tra- traumatizing experience. Um, I was actually racking my brain about my favorite present that I've ever gotten. And I know I asked this question, so I had plenty of time to think about it um, when I came up with these questions. But um, if I'm honest, like my parents aren't huge. We're not huge gift givers. Like my dad loves to open gifts. Like we, we get each other things. Your dad is crazy. <laughs> like a baby. Your dad doesn't get your mom things, loves opening gifts. Like what? Um, I've really smeared him on this um, episode. Sometimes but, it happens and then you like... Is your dad yeah. single? Just kidding. No. <laughs> That's the kind of man I want. Like a 50-something-year-old, like egomaniac little boy. Are you trying to become Maggie's stepfather? <laughs> oh my God, wait. I would love that. That's a fun story. I'm so afraid. Oh my God. If so, guys, I'm going to... I know I'm getting you, Maggie, for our first Christmas together. <laughs> <laughs> a little set from Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> with, with a side of Summer Eve's wipes. <laughs> For daddy's little girl. Oh, Kirk. <laughs> you fucking sicko. Stop. And we can sit on the couch and watch that Mark Ruffalo ghost movie. Oh, my God. You know what I'm, talk- you know what I'm talking about? What movie that is? No. I don't know what the ghost It's like him the and- Purple Heart? You know what I'm talking about, Paul? Paul Blart? I said The Purple Heart. Is that what no, it's called? No, that's the HIV AIDS one. No, there's a ghost movie. It's called- The Normal Heart. The Just Normal like Heart. Heaven. It's the Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. It's yes. Reese Witherspoon and- Mark Ruffalo, 2005. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because I've been thinking this my whole life, aka ever since I learned he existed. Mark Ruffalo should never be allowed to play anyone's love interest. He doesn't look like anyone's love interest. That's, he he no. looks like someone you I end think, up with. What? He actually, well. Have you seen him as Thor? That's, I mean, not Thor. Oh, my God. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. That's Chris Hemsworth, girl. Please. That's Chris Hemsworth. Have you seen him as the Hulk? And if you want to watch that with me, we can. <laughs> no, but what I was going to say is there is this photo of me as a kid and you guys know me. Like I cook, I clean. I love that vibe. You make it nice. I do. I would never get you a sign that said wine and dance for your kitchen. There's a picture of me. It's a Polaroid in this play kitchen. And I open the present and I have tears just streaming down my face Aww. from pure excitement in a play size kitchen. That's so cute. And that seems to be maybe like, I don't remember it fully, but that would probably be high on the list of presents. Totally. You know, Maggie, it is so nice seeing a woman where she belongs. Oh my God. (laughs) That's true, girl. In her Victoria (laughs) two-piece. God, I've never regretted telling Kirk more a story in my whole life. I'm literally going to go to the Secret tomorrow and buy you a fucking two-piece little set. I, but the problem is you're also going to get yourself one. And we know we're going to get pictures of you in it, too. And I'm also going to get arrested, probably. <laughs> um, actually, like what? I will say, if you got if you got some sets for our for our prod party, that would actually be a... Slay. Yeah. Well, I'll get, like, adult versions, obviously. But... <laughs> Anyway, I've been pawning this question off to everyone else. Like I told Maggie to do it first. I have zero answers, but I'm I'm trying to think. I think 
This is a corny answer, but um, my best. I'm waiting for everyone to just drag me for this. <laughs> I know it's gonna, gonna be. It's gonna be. Is what? what? Hold on. My best gift was four years ago when my mom got uh, Brooks. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, my dog that I haven't seen wait, in two wait, months. Wait, 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 wait. The dog was a gift from your parents. Okay, hold please. My you haven't mom seen your dog got... in two months. Okay, my. <laughs> It was just Thanksgiving. We kept him locked in the I think upstairs bedroom. I don't think we saw him. No, Brooks is a family dog. My mom got him for my dad and I for Christmas. Maggie, Kirk doesn't raise his dog. He only uses him for Instagram. That's not no, my Kirk's mom dog. got him for my dad and for me for Christmas. It was our joint Christmas yeah. present. Kirk is so frozen. This is hysterical. Wait, look at that face. Oh my god, can anyone see me? Oh my god. <laughs> can anyone see me? It looks like he melted. Like, it looks like the joke. Oh, no, no, you're all frozen. Wait, I'm obsessed that he can't really defend himself right now. Yeah, this <laughs> is iconic. Guys, no, no. Can nobody hear me? This is so fucked up. Is Kirk gone forever? Thank God. No, we I, did it, guys. Can I change my answer? That my best Christmas present ever is <laughs> Hanukkah present, actually, because it's close enough. Yep. I was literally like, it's a Christmas miracle. No more Kirk. This is some shit. I blame Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess we have to wrap. Kirk never gets to explain this. No, but we get control of the story. And I like that even more. Yeah. So, I think Kirk's best present is actually not Brooks. It's me joining this podcast. I would agree with that. I would agree. And with although that. it wasn't at the holiday time, it was close enough that it felt to him like the biggest gift on earth. Yeah. I was his I was his COVID gift. I gave him the gift of friendship after withholding it for 29 years. This is because you guys had like a fight when you were dating, right? No, we never dated. Uh-huh. Sure, girl. Young gay kids don't like other young gay kids. Well, this was the 90s and the 2000s. Um, but young gay kids bullied other young gay kids, a.k.a. the taller one, me, bullied the more feminine one, him. <laughs> and, and that's on period. But listen, I will be atoning for that for the rest of my life. Although, like, honestly, he doesn't really give me any shit for it. He really could. I was pretty horrible to him. I created a fake I screen name on AOL and bullied him. On AOL? How old are you? 32. Paul, that's like deviant. Yeah, yeah it might have been AIM, but no, it was definitely AOL. Yeah. Then someone's mom found it and printed it out. And then I got grounded. <laughs> wow. Deserved. Well, on that note, because Kirk seems to be dead. I appreciate you guys all. Um, I wish you a anxiety-provoking, credit card-killing, sleep-withholding holidays <laughs> season. You did a great job leading this episode. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh. Thanks for listening to this episode, this week's episode. I'm Erica. I'm Maggie. And I'm Paul. And I'm Kirk. <laughs> In the words of Lady Gaga, you live for the applause. Are you like Tinkerbell? If we stopped clapping, would you disappear? No. You wouldn't? No. What could we do to get you to go away? Stop inviting me to your gigs. The lesson is to stop inviting you places. But you can't, because people want the content. Thank you for listening to Hellscape Carousel. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Stay tuned for more episodes.